this is Andrew Levy and uh, initially we're going to be talking about an ever-present problem that no matter what you do will never ever go away. Um, you may be able to sit in it for a while but it's going to rear its ugly head again and cause you a great deal of frustration. And I'm talking about absenteeism, abuse of sick leave, funny medical certificates and things of that nature. Now, this is going to be the first of two or three podcasts on this because it's a vast subject and there's a lot to say. So what I would like to do today is just to give you the broad outlines, the principles around what does and what doesn't constitute abuse of leave, abuse of sick leave, whatever. And then in future podcasts, we'll move forward and look in more detail at specific kinds of problems. Now, the first thing I want you to understand is really pretty basic, and it's simply this. And we're going to look at some of the Levy laws of absence and attendance. And the first thing we need to bear in mind is that the only person who can justify and grant leave from coming to work is the employer. Rule number one, the employee does not decide when they come to work and when they don't. Now, this is very simple. It happens because contractually, what the employee undertakes to do is to supply their labor potential on a reliable and a regular basis, adhering to the hours of work agreed in the contract and also adhering to the work that needs to be done during that time. So it's a contractual obligation for the employee to attend work regularly and reliably. And the only person that can free the employee of that obligation is the employer, because he, as it were, holds the contractual power. And it follows from that that we can perhaps break leave down into two broad areas. The first is where the employee has sought permission from the employer beforehand, and the employer has agreed, and there's no problem with that because that's authorized leave. The second is where the employee has not sought permission in advance and takes the leave and tries to justify it on return. Now, in this area, we're moving towards the abuse. Bear in mind, of course, that our law recognizes that there may be certain circumstances where a person gets overtaken by events and they're not able to let you know in advance. So for argument's sake, if someone's child becomes very ill in the night, they have to take the child to hospital, they miss the day's work, well, clearly they could not have foreseen that possibility and they couldn't have asked for permission to be away. But if they can provide satisfactory proof, then we would give it to them, in this case, as family responsibility leave. Which leads to my next point, that there are three kinds of leave that we're really going to look at here. The first is annual leave, which doesn't pose a problem because that will always be agreed in advance. The second is sick leave. That is the area of the most trouble. And the third is family responsibility leave, the uh, thing we've just spoken about. Now, with the last two, family responsibility leave and sick leave, we have a situation where it is quite probable that the employee will not be able to ask in advance. Hence, on the face of it, their absence will be without permission. What they are doing, however, is justifying it after the fact. They're coming along afterwards and saying, I couldn't have foreseen this, this is what happened, here's my proof of what I say, and the employer says, fine, you're entitled to that leave. 
But what if they can't produce adequate documentation or proof? Where do we go there? And the other thing I want to bear in mind is that we've always got to take a twofold approach to absenteeism. The first is to deal with the fact that unauthorized absence is a disciplinary offense. And hence, at the first indication of it, you need to be moving into the disciplinary process. Because I can assure you that the person who abuses leave will continue abusing leave until they are brought up short. So you will always deal with unauthorized absence as a disciplinary event. You'll start gently, counseling, verbal warning, maybe written warning. But when you've got a pattern, then you're looking at a dismissal. And the second point is, despite the fact that it is a disciplinary offense, if you are away from work, you're not doing work. And therefore, if the leave is not authorized leave, you don't get paid. So the first thing to bear in mind is unauthorized leave, no pay, and discipline. And don't let a shop steward tell you you can't do that because it's double jeopardy, it's double punishment. It's certainly not. The one is a disciplinary step, absence without permission. The other one is simply based on the broad legal principle of enrichment. They haven't done the work, so why should they be enriched by the pay? And the enrichment principle, as you may have heard me say before, simply says no one shall be enriched at someone else's expense. So I want you to bear that in mind. Now, I'm going to leave it with one last point, and I'm going to ask you to ponder this uh, until I come back to you on my next podcast on the topic. And that is to say that the infallible way, absolutely infallible, to deal with a recurring absenteeism problem is to find a pattern. And once you've found a pattern, you have your answer. You, in fact, are looking at an ex-employee. The only question now is, are they going to go the nice way or are they not going to go with such a pleasant farewell? And the question I want to leave you with is simply this one. Why does finding a pattern to illness, in other words, a recurring episode of illness, which becomes regular and becomes predictable, Why is that grounds for termination? And why are there only two possible explanations for it? In other words, you get the predictable pattern. The explanation can only be A or B. And I want you to tell me what A and B are. And I want you to think about it because therein lies the key to solving the conundrum of absence and abuse of sick leave. Some things to think about. I'll get back to you reasonably soon with the second of these podcasts, tell you what A and B are and why they are so important. In the interim, let me just remind you, this podcast comes to you from Andrew Levy, and we're always available to respond to your queries, whether you've got people who are abusing sick leave, people on strike, whether you want to know what to budget for wages. We should be the first number that you call, and I'd be delighted to hear from you. Thanks so much. You've been listening to another production from Solid Gold Podcasts.